Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Chris Connolly. And I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Above all, we love bringing librarians and great books together. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, it's Lainey. And Chris. We're here to talk a little library reads at you. Woo! Library Reads. Do you know Library Reads? We you hope you better do. better know Library uh, Reads. But you know what? Don't be too scared of Lenny, because if you don't know, we're <laughs> here to help. Um, so we have some exciting news we're going to share, but before we dive in, again, we do want to make sure everyone who's listening knows what Library Reads is. And it's a monthly nationwide library staff picks list for specifically adult fiction and nonfiction and specifically for public librarians and public library staff. So if you work for a public library, if you're a librarian, you're eligible to vote uh, via either Edelweiss Plus or NetGalley. Um, and it's a wonderful way both to let librarians know upcoming books that they need to be excited for and potentially place higher orders for. And it's a great way for librarians to engage with patrons and let them know kind of what everyone's excited about. Um, so this list comes out every month, and we just found out that for December, we have a debut novel on the list from our friend Jeffrey Calvin and his novel Africaville. So yes. we're so excited for Jeffrey. Such a big deal. Yes, he is so amazing and so sweet, and we had the pleasure of meeting him in October when he came to our offices uh, to give a presentation to a room full of librarians, which you'll find out about a little bit more a little later in the episode. Um, and we're actually going to do something a little wild, a little crazy. What is that, Lainey? We're going to give Jeffrey a call. <gasps> and we're going to congratulate him, and then we're going to hear how he found out and learn a little bit about the book. And give him phone hugs. <laughs> phone hugs. Because he's the best. He um, really is, and he's been working on this for, like, 20 years. Yeah. It's Like, he's worked so hard on this book, and we're so excited that it's being recognized by librarians who voted. Um, and let's, you want to just give him a call? Let's just do it. Hi, it's Lainey and Chris, <laughs> and Virginia's here too. Oh, hi, Virginia. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Fine, thanks. Well, so good to talk to you. Well, we wanted to give you a big congratulations. Well, thank you very much. I'm very excited. <laughs> We're so excited too. When did you find out? Uh, I think it was last week I found out. Uh, I got an email, which was wonderful to get. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as someone whose debut novel took nearly 20 years, you know, I've benefited from the support of so many, a long line of uh, knowledgeable and, and enthusiastic librarians. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
and they directed me to so many wonderful sources. So, you know, I was very uh, happy to hear that they're supporting uh, my new book. So I'm very excited about it. And speaking of librarians, Jeffrey, so obviously you had your first opportunity to talk about Africaville to a room of librarians. We hosted our librarian uh, book buzz event here at the HarperCollins offices, and you were our honored guest, and you spoke to a room of librarians. What was that like, talking about your book for the first time? Well, it was very exciting because, as you said, it was the very first time that I had spoken about it in depth. You know, I've been working on this book for uh, quite a while, and... um, you know, giving snippets of it to people, sort of talking about it a little bit, but never really uh, having a chance to talk to people about how it sort of came together. And I think librarians are a unique <laughs> group of people to talk to because they understand a lot of, you know, of uh, the work that goes into researching something like a historical novel. And I was sort of, I got a chance to talk about the various kinds of um, sources that I actually went to, you know, the maps and the interviews and the um, other kinds of source material, the other books. So just a whole range of materials that I had been researching. And, you know, I get excited about these things. And, you know, you don't really get a chance to talk about other people that are excited about it as well. So in talking to the librarians, it was a really good opportunity to sort of to, to um, really talk about my book in depth and how, I, how it all came together. And it really obviously did resonate with librarians. I mean, immediately following your talk, people were just so excited about the book. And then, of course, your talk was online. We have it recorded. It's on our site, librarylovefest.com, for anyone listening. Just head over there, and you can watch uh, Jeffrey's talk. Um, But making the library library reads list is always an impressive thing to accomplish. But with this being your debut, um, and this being a list that I think the focus has really grown on diverse voices, unique stories, you're just hitting so many kind of sweet spots for what readers and librarians are looking for. So again, congratulations on that. It's really an impressive accomplishment. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, so I guess with well, the book, I, yeah, go ahead, Lena. Well, I was going to say, it's kind of funny because aren't you at the library right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> about three hours north of New York City. I come up from time to time when I'm working on, have to do some work on a book. And I've been working up here uh, about a week or so, and there's plenty of snow. But one of the benefits of being up here is that, you know, the the cell phone service isn't that great, and the internet service is even worse. (laughs) So uh, it's great for sort of unplugging and doing work on your book, but if you have to go uh, and um, either uh, do some internet research or something like that, I go to some of the various libraries in the area. So uh, I'm actually at one um, near my home at, at the moment. Which one are you at, Jeffrey? It's called the Franklin Library, Franklin, in Franklin, New York. Uh-huh. Yeah. About three hours north of uh, New York City. Nice. You have, uh, you know, you always have your haven at the library. You know nice. that that's your beacon. That's true. <laughs> and also, you know, I'm alone for a long period of time as well. So it's an opportunity to sort of get out. Until the insanity begins again, because the book is going on sale, Africaville, December 10th. So yes, I'm sure I'm things excited. will be back to crazy soon. Yes, yeah. I'm very excited about that. It's, uh, it's coming quite quickly. Yeah, yes, a good crazy. <laughs> a good crazy indeed, because people need to know. This really is an impressive story. Um, and again, based on you know, true events, which, again, I think is so important to get these stories out. Um, do we want to have Jeffrey talk about the book? Do you want to give just a brief elevator pitch for the book? Sure. Uh, you know, this book it came out of a series of stories I was writing in the early 90s about a bunch of rural um, African-American communities in the South. 
And out of that, I learned about a town in Halifax, Nova Scotia, a small uh, black community up there. And uh, the towns I was writing about in Alabama had sort of by the, by the 90s had really all disappeared. And this community in Halifax also had disappeared. So it's a nice link there between the two communities. And so it began really as an investigation. You know, what were the people like in this community in Halifax? How were they sort of similar to the people that I knew in Alabama? How were they different? It was mostly an investigation. And also the way in which the community in Halifax uh, sort of met its demise, you know, over the objection of its residents, the place was demolished. I thought that was a very interesting just story in and of itself. And so just the investigation of that story led me to begin to write the novel. And of course, I had to make up my own characters, but it was a launching pad from which to uh, write the intergenerational story uh, that came to be called Africaville. Wonderful. I, I think what was so impressive, Jeffrey, about the story is while it is sweeping and you're covering a lot of ground and time, it's these characters that really jump from the page. Are, and I know you said you had to make up these characters. Are they based on anyone in particular? Like, where, where did you find the inspiration for them? No, they're not really based on anyone. I think most of the characters, they're all made up characters. And um, I think that it took, that's one of the reasons it took me a long time to sort of do, to finish a novel as well, is that I just sort of thought it had the characters rolling around in my head for a number of years. And I would write uh, certain things about the characters. I would think about them, uh, sort of investigate, ask questions uh, about the characters. You know, I would do the usual stuff that you do when you're starting out and writing a book sort of write down what you might think the characters might be doing in a day, how they might spend their day, what their hobbies are, what their likes and dislikes are, those kinds of things. But I think just uh, thinking about the characters and working through them over a number of years, they sort of began to come together. I think it took, that's why I think the novel took a while, was because these are made up characters and it took a while to flesh them all out. Well, it was worth the wait for sure, because again, they are just so vibrant and alive. So um, again, I can't wait for readers to get their hands on this book and kind of find out what we're so excited about because it is really special. So thank you, Jeffrey. Yeah. Well, thank you for writing it. Thank you for getting on the phone with us today. Is there anything else you want to say to librarians or voters? Well, I, as I said, I was, I'm very, very uh, appreciative of uh, having worked with librarians, as I said, over the number of nearly two decades in working on this book. I've been in public libraries, academic libraries, a few private libraries, and so it's been a really a wonderful experience. They've been very helpful to me as I've been working on the book, and as you know, I'm sitting in a library as we speak. So, I mean, they've formed so many wonderful services for writers, and it's really important for debut authors also, because we need, you know, obviously the support of, um, as we're trying to sort of get our work out in the world. Wonderful. Well, have a great rest of the day. Stay warm up there. I will. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, okay, Jeffrey. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Jeffrey. Oh, that was so nice. So glad we got to call Jeffrey. He is the best. Yeah. So before we go, we wanted to remind you where you can find out more about Library Reads. Lainey's pointing at me, and I will let you know you need to go to libraryreads.org. And you can find out everything you need to know about this yes. amazing program. And I did an interview with Rebecca Vanuk, who is the director of Library Reads at ALA on the show floor, and that is on SoundCloud. So go check that out, and you can hear from her exactly what Library Reads is and what they're working on, what they're excited about. Go find out more about Library Reads, and don't forget to get your votes in. When are the votes due, Chris? That's a great question, Lainey. Votes are due the first day of the month prior to the month of on sale. So if a book, like in Jeffrey Colvin's case, his book goes on sale in December, so votes were due by November 1st. 
pretty simple. Even you, you can vote today. <laughs> Even me. Uh, but of course, if you have any questions, aside from librarareads.org, we're always here to help. We always have great suggestions, reading suggestions, if you're looking for that. And we're here to help yes. every step of the way. You can find our suggestions for January on our website now. And our website, librarylovefest.com. Check it out. Ch -ch 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 Check it out. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at harpercollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.